0: You're listening to The Big Bible Read, an initiative of The Pulse and The Word radio stations. For Bible study resources and to join a community of other Bible readers, visit bigbibleread.com.
1: Chapter 12. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, this month is to be your beginning of months. It will be your first month of the year. Tell the whole community of Israel, On the 10th day of this month, they each must take a lamb for themselves according to their families, a lamb for each household. If any household is too small for a lamb, the man and his next door neighbor are to take a lamb according to the number of people. You will make your count for the lamb according to how much each one can eat. Your lamb must be perfect, a male, one year old, and you may take it from the sheep or from the goats. You must care for it until the 14th day of this month and then the whole community of Israel will kill it around sundown. They will take some of the blood and put it on the two side posts and top of the doorframe of the houses where they will eat it. They will eat the meat the same night. They will eat it roasted over the fire with bread made without yeast and with bitter herbs. Do not eat it raw or boiled in water, but roast it over the fire with its head, its legs, and its entrails. You must leave nothing until morning, but you must burn with fire whatever remains of it until morning. This is how you are to eat it dressed to travel, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. You are to eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. I will pass through the land of Egypt in the same night, and I will attack all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both of humans and of animals, and on all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are, so that when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And this plague will not fall on you to destroy you when I attack the land of Egypt. This day will become a memorial for you and you will celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. You will celebrate it perpetually as a lasting ordinance. For seven days you must eat bread made without yeast. Surely on the first day you must put away yeast from your houses because anyone who eats bread made with yeast from the first day to the seventh day will be cut off from Israel. On the first day there will be a holy convocation, and on the seventh day there will be a holy convocation for you. You must do no work of any kind on them, only what every person will eat. That alone may be prepared for you. So you will keep the feast of unleavened bread, because on this very day I brought your regiments out from the land of Egypt, and so you must keep this day perpetually as a lasting ordinance." In the first month from the 14th day of the month, in the evening, you will eat bread made without yeast until the 21st day of the month in the evening. For seven days, yeast must not be found in your houses. For whoever eats what is made with yeast, that person will be cut off from the community of Israel, whether a resident foreigner or one born in the land. You will not eat anything made with yeast. In all the places where you live, you must eat bread made without yeast. Then Moses summoned all the elders of Israel and told them, Go and select for yourselves a lamb or young goat for your families and kill the Passover animals. Take a branch of hyssop, dip it in the blood that is in the basin, and apply to the top of the doorframe and the two side posts some of the blood that's in the basin. Not one of you is to go out the door of his house until morning. For the Lord will pass through to strike Egypt, and when he sees the blood on the top of the doorframe and the two side posts, Then the Lord will pass over the door and he will not permit the destroyer to enter your house to strike you. You must observe this event as an ordinance for you and for your children forever. When you enter the land that the Lord will give to you, just as he said, you must observe this ceremony. When your children ask you, what does this ceremony mean to you? Then you will say, it is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover when he passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt, When he struck Egypt and delivered our households. The people bowed down low to the ground. And the Israelites went away and did exactly as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. It happened at midnight. The Lord attacked all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. From the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne. To the firstborn of the captive who was in the prison. And all the firstborn of the cattle. Pharaoh got up in the night along with all his servants and all Egypt. And there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was no house in which there was not someone dead. Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron in the night and said, Get up, get out from among my people, both you and the Israelites. Go, serve the Lord as you have requested. Also take your flocks and your herds just as you have requested and leave, but bless me also. The Egyptians were urging the people on in order to send them out of the land quickly, for they were saying, We are all dead. So the people took their dough before the yeast was added with the kneading troughs bound up in their clothing on their shoulders. Now the Israelites had done as Moses told them. They had requested from the Egyptians silver and gold items and clothing. The Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians and they gave them whatever they wanted and so they plundered Egypt. The Israelites journeyed from Ramses to Succoth and there was about 600,000 men on foot plus their dependents. A mixed multitude also went up with them and flocks and herds, a very large number of cattle. They baked cakes of bread without yeast using the dough they had brought from Egypt, for it was made without yeast. Because they were thrust out of Egypt and were not able to delay, they could not prepare food for themselves either. Now the length of time the Israelites lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of the 430 years, on the very day, all the regiments of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. It was a night of vigil for the Lord to bring them out from the land of Egypt. And so, on this night, all Israel is to keep the vigil to the Lord for generations to come. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is the ordinance of the Passover. No foreigner may share in eating it. But everyone's servant who is bought for money after you have circumcised him may eat it. A foreigner and a hired worker must not eat it. It must be eaten in one house. You must not bring any of the meat outside the house and you must not break a bone of it. The whole community of Israel must observe it. When a resident foreigner lives with you and wants to observe the Passover to the Lord, all his males must be circumcised and then he may approach and observe it and he will be like one who is born in the land. But no uncircumcised person may eat of it. The same law will apply to the person who is native-born and to the resident foreigner who lives among you. So all the Israelites did exactly as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. And on this very day, the Lord brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt by their regiments. Chapter 13 The Lord spoke to Moses, Set apart to me every firstborn male, the first offspring of every womb among the Israelites, whether human or animal, it is mine. Moses said to the people, Remember this day on which you came out from Egypt, from the place where you were enslaved. For the Lord brought you out of there with a mighty hand, and no bread made with yeast may be eaten. On this day in the month of Abib, you are going out. When the Lord brings you to the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, which he swore to your fathers to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, then you will keep this ceremony in this month. For seven days you must eat bread made without yeast, and on the seventh day there is to be a festival to the Lord. Bread made without yeast must be eaten for seven days. No bread made with yeast shall be seen among you, and you must have no yeast among you within any of your borders. You are to tell your son on that day, It is because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. It will be a sign for you on your hand and a memorial on your forehead, so that the law of the Lord may be in your mouth. For with a mighty hand the Lord brought you out of Egypt. So you must keep this ordinance at its appointed time from year to year. When the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites as he swore to you and to your fathers and gives it to you, then you must give over to the Lord the first offspring of every womb. Every firstling of a beast that you have, the males will be the Lord's. Every firstling of a donkey you must redeem with a lamb, And if you do not redeem it, then you must break its neck. Every firstborn of your sons, you must redeem. In the future, when your son asks you, what is this? You are to tell him, with a mighty hand, the Lord brought us out from Egypt, from the land of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to release us, the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of people to the firstborn of animals. That is why I am sacrificing to the Lord, the first male offspring of every womb, but all my firstborn sons I redeem. It will be for a sign on your hand and for frontlets on your forehead, for with a mighty hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt. When Pharaoh released the people, God did not lead them by the way to the land of the Philistines, although that was nearby, for God said, Lest the people change their minds and return to Egypt when they experience war. So God brought the people around by the way of the wilderness to the Red Sea, and the Israelites went up from the land of Egypt prepared for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the Israelites solemnly swear, God will surely attend to you, and you will carry my bones up from this place with you. They journeyed from Succoth and camped in Etham on the edge of the desert. Now the Lord was going before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them in the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so that they could travel day or night. He did not remove the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people.
0: Matthew chapter 20. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. And after agreeing with the workers for the standard wage he sent them to his vineyard. When it was about nine o'clock in the morning, he went out again and saw others standing around in the marketplace without work. He said to them, You go into the vineyard too, and I will give you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and three o'clock that afternoon, he did the same thing. And about five o'clock that afternoon, he went out and found others standing around and said to them, Why are you standing here all day without work? They said to him, because no one hired us. He said to them, you go and work in the vineyard too. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, call the workers and pay them their wages, starting with the last hired until the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each received a full day's pay. And when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more, but each one also received the standard wage. When they received it, they began to complain against the landowner, saying, These last fellows worked one hour, and you've made them equal to us who bore the hardship and burning heat of the day. And the landowner replied to one of them, Friend, I am not treating you unfairly. Didn't you agree with me to work for the standard wage? Take what is yours and go. I want to give to the last man the same as I gave to you. Am I not permitted to do what I want with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first and the first last. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve aside privately and said to them on the way, Look, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the experts in the law. They will condemn him to death. And will turn him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged severely and crucified. Yet, on the third day, he will be raised. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to him with her sons. And kneeling down, she asked him for a favor. He said to her, What do you want? She replied, Permit these two sons of mine to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your kingdom. Jesus answered, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup I am about to drink? They said to him, We are able. He told them, You will drink my cup, but to sit at my right and my left is not mine to give. Rather, it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. Now, when the other ten heard this, they were angry with the two brothers. But Jesus called them and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those in high positions used their authority over them. It must not be this way among you. Instead, whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. As they were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed them. Two blind men were sitting by the road. When they heard that Jesus was passing by, they shouted, Have mercy on us, Lord, Son of David. The crowd scolded them to get them to be quiet, but they shouted even more loudly, Lord, have mercy on us, Son of David. Jesus stopped, called them, and said, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, let our eyes be opened. Moved with compassion, Jesus touched their eyes immediately They received their sight and followed him.
2: Psalm 26 by David Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have integrity, and I trust in the Lord without wavering. Examine me, O Lord, and test me. Evaluate my inner thoughts and motives, for I am ever aware of your faithfulness, and your loyalty continually motivates me. I do not associate with deceitful men or consort with those who are dishonest. I hate the mob of evil men and do not associate with the wicked. I maintain a pure lifestyle so I can appear before your altar, O Lord, to give you thanks and to tell about all your amazing deeds. O Lord, I love the temple where you live, the place where your splendor is revealed. Do not sweep me away with sinners or execute me along with violent people who are always ready to do wrong or offer a bribe. But I have integrity. Rescue me and have mercy on me. I am safe, and among the worshipers, I will praise the Lord. The scriptures quoted are
0: from the Net Bible. NetBible.com. Copyright 1996 2019. Used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC. All
1: rights reserved.